0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today I'm going to walk you through my five-step process for A-B testing networking emails. So if that sounded like a bunch of jargon, no worries. I'll provide a little bit of context here. When we're job searching, we need to be networking, right? You've heard that from me a million times. You've heard that from other career coaches far and wide and career counselors and articles online and all this other stuff. So what happens when we network? Well, we're typically sending emails to other people, and a lot of them are probably strangers or very loose connections, right? That person that we maybe went to the same school as or we haven't talked to in three years or whatever it is. And the problem is most people have never sent a cold email in their life. So what they do is they draft up an email that they think is all right and they just start sending it out or what they do, and this is almost an even more dangerous trap to fall into, they go find somebody's template online, right? So they stumble across maybe my article on how to get a job without applying online. They see the template, they copy, they paste it and they send it, right? So the thing is when you are not, good at something, or rather, when you're new at something, you're probably not going to be good at it right out of the gate. So that first email you send is probably not going to be the most effective, especially if you're writing it from scratch. And the other problem is if you're just taking a template and copying and pasting it, everybody else has access to that template, right? Everybody else can find my blog post or that first post that showed up in the the Google search results and they can copy it and they can paste it. So the problem here is that we're either doing the same thing as everybody else or we're sending something that's unique but potentially uniquely bad. So when you get out there and you send your first email to the VP at your dream company, that's just not a good idea, right? We don't want to lead with, the highest priority contact, and they're getting our first email ever, right? That just isn't a recipe for success. So instead, what I want you to do is have a process for understanding which emails are working and how to improve on them, how to test and tweak, because as is true with anything else, when we create a system that basically it enables this feedback loop where we put information out there we get information back and then we use that information to improve and iterate and experiment that's really where the progress starts to happen. So that's how I came up with this five-step process for A-B testing emails. And if you're not familiar with A-B testing, essentially what it is, is coming up with a bunch of different iterations. So an A iteration, a B iteration, and potentially a C iteration, and then putting those out there in the world, seeing which one does best, which one does worst, deleting the one that does worst, and then creating a new copy based on the top performer. So here's what we're going to do. First and foremost, step one, we're going to draft up three email templates. And when you create these three email templates, I want you to take fundamentally different approaches in each. So I don't want you to just change a few words, but maybe email template a takes the angle of just directly asking for the job, you know, Hey, you work at this company, uh, there's an open role. I'd like to apply for it. That's why I'm sending you this email then maybe email template B takes the angle of, let's say, tapping into something in their background. So whether it's a non-traditional background or a super traditional background, we try to find something interesting to mention. You know, I saw that you made this jump from a healthcare to tech, or I saw that you worked on this team at this company, and I know that's a highly prestigious role, and I just wanted to learn a little bit more about that. And then let's say email template C isn't even focused on any of that stuff. It's something totally different where we make an ask where maybe we say, Hey, I was looking for people who have a lot of experience in this field. I saw your LinkedIn profile. It seems like you do. I'm looking to make myself a more compelling candidate. Should I do a, or should I do B right? So now we have three fundamentally different approaches to our emails, right? And email A is different than email B, which is also different than email C. So now we go to step two, which is to make a list of, quote, low priority contacts. So when we think about our target industry and our target companies, we obviously have our dream companies, right? Are these companies we'd kill to work for? That's not who we want to email first. For the same reason that I mentioned earlier, we don't want to send our very first slew of emails to the highest priority people because we don't know what's going to work and what isn't. So instead, let's create a group of 60 people who are lower priority contacts, people who, you know, whether or not they get back to us, it doesn't matter. You know, we don't really care too much about these people. We're not too invested in the outcomes. We just want to collect the data. But these people should still be in our industry or a similar industry or a shoulder industry if possible, because that's how we know the data is relevant. So I want you to create a list of about 60 people who are on your low priority list. Then step number three is pretty straightforward. We're just gonna send the emails to these people. So we have 60 people and we have three email templates. So we're gonna send 20 emails for each template so that each one has a 20 email sample size. And then what we're gonna do is use a spreadsheet to track the response rates for each. After we've sent those 20 emails and we've given it about a week or two, we're gonna come back and analyze the information. So we're gonna look to see which template performed best and we're going to see which template performed worst. And then as I mentioned earlier, what we're going to do is delete the template, we're going to remove the template that performed worst. And then what we're going to do is create another copy, another template based on the top performer. So we're going to say, Okay, this one performed best, let me think about why that's the case. And then let me try to create a new template that uses similar principles, but does take a a fundamentally or a slightly rather different approach, whether it's different wording or a different angle, you want to use the top performer sort of as the inspiration. But we also want to include some new stuff, a new angle, some new language, so that we can continue testing. And then what you're going to do is rinse and repeat and move up the priority list. So the next 60 emails you send, again, 20 emails for each of the three templates we have, that group of 60 people is going to be one notch above the initial 60 people. And then essentially, what we're going to do is rinse and repeat for a few rounds until we have enough data to really say clearly, hey, this is the email template that seems to perform best with this set of people. And then once we have that email template, once we feel confident, what we can do is target the people at our dream companies. So, you know, those top one, two or three companies, we can go find the 10 to 15 contacts at each of them. And then we can lead with this email that, our data shows gives us the best chance of connecting with those folks. And that's essentially how you become a highly effective cold emailer. That's also how you drastically increase your response rates. When you start sending cold emails to people in your networking, you can expect like a 10 to 15% response rate. So out of every 10 emails you send, out of every 15 emails you send, you might get one response. Whereas when you a B test templates, it's not uncommon to get up between 30 or even a 40% response rate if you get really good at this and you get a lot of data behind it. So the more emails that you send, the more data that you'll have, and the more effective this will be. So it's really up to you how many people you email. But this is also something to keep in mind beyond the job search and beyond networking, right? So if you're in sales, or if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you're starting a side hustle, or if you want to book speaking gigs, or whatever it is that you want to do, where you're sending cold emails, Using this formula where you create a couple of different templates, you send them out to a decent sample size of people, you get the data and then you iterate, that is the best way to understand what's going to work best. And you know it's backed by data so you can feel confident that it works. So if you do this, I promise you, you are going to get more responses to your networking emails. Even if you are quote, bad at networking, or you've never sent a cold email in your life, I promise this system is going to help you massively boost your response rates. So that's it for today. If you have any questions about anything we talked about, A-B testing, coming up with different templates, feel free to shoot me a text. My number's down in the show notes, but again, it's 201-479-9511. As always, I appreciate you listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.